Welcome to Navigate with Faith. This your girl, Lisa. I'm Sierra. And we just come back, you know, to y'all again, man. Let me tell y'all something, yo. We have a guest with us today. We do. Back in the living room. We do. For our talk. (laughs) We excited. We are in sync. Cause my brother in Christ, Amen. you know, um, I met him. I met him actually through Elisa. He just seemed so genuine. He was like he was a really nice guy. And so I, so I let him introduce himself. Well, hello, hello, everybody. Thank you, uh, first off, for letting me uh, join the podcast here. Ah. Um, my name is Sadiq Gaskin. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, y'all, welcome, Sadiq. Y'all, listen. Let me tell you something. We don't just let anybody on this mic. First and foremost, right. I feel honored. First and foremost. <laughs> no, nah, for real. Like, we'd be like, ah, oh, should we, who should we have? Well, we did talk to Sadiq, so, yeah. you know. Yeah. We met him personally and was like, bro, please. At his job. Yeah, Just ran job. through there. It was like, hey. Uh... It's me again. <laughs> <laughs> About that uh, guest spot. Uh, you still interested? <laughs> so, yeah, y'all, you know, um, I think that we are really intentional about you know, um, who we converse with, who we bring on here, because the idea is to make sure that we are having these conversations fully. It's not just us. This is not a girl podcast. I I think we had somebody, you know, say something like, oh, yeah, is that like a women's podcast? It's not, you know, we homegirls in Christ or whatever, but we got homeboys too. And Mm. um, so, yeah, we just, you know, trying to shake things up a bit. And so we are super honored to have our guest and uh what we talking about today see i think that we should touch on being the salt of the earth having this godly boldness Mm -hmm. amen for me saying that word right today because (laughs) i've been struggling (laughs) so godly boldness Mm -hmm. um you know and kind of what it means what actually does salt mean Mm -hmm. um being the salt of the earth what that looks like how to kind of apply it i Mm -hmm. think that um each, each one of us are pretty bold, you know, for Christ. And so mm-hmm. I think that that would be something that we can get into today. Awesome. Well, let's pray in. Mm. Father God, thank you. I thank you so much, Lord God, for fellowship. Um, you know, just to have like-minded people around you, allowing us to be able to choose and to see who it is uh, that we share so many things in common with. And so, Father God, I just want to say thank you. I pray, Lord God, that each one of us on today decrease so that you may increase and so that we may say things that are pleasing unto you. Allow us to be the salt that you have made us to be. I pray that um, those who are listening leave here more encouraged than they were when they joined. I ask in the name of Jesus that this word goes forth and be a blessing. Continue, Lord God, to have your hand over navigate with faith as we do what is pleasing unto you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 So, Sadiq. Yes. Did you grow up in church? Like, how did you how did you get to the point where you are a believer in Christ? Like, is this? Y'all want the short reset? version, or y'all want the Nah. Um. You know, I grew up in the church. I did a lot of moving around and stuff like that. You guys don't know. So, my dad is actually Muslim. Mm. So. Growing up, you know, it was different, you know, because yeah. I would go visit my dad during the holidays, you know, usually summertime and Christmas. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he wouldn't really like push it on me, mm-hmm. but he would, you know, wanted to be, you know, he wanted to give me the option. Mm-hmm. And so with that being said, he would 
you know, I'll be praying, you know, five times a day, you know what I mean? Doing the whole wash and everything like that. You know, I was telling myself, I was like, you know, um, I grew up, you know, want to be like, you know, with my dad. So Mm -hmm. I was like, man, 15, 16, when I got the opportunity, I'm over my dad. And so it was crazy because I knew for a long time I was going to do that. And as soon as I turned that age to do so, I didn't. Wow. So like that 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 urge just Black changed. Change. No, 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 the urge changed. It was wow. it was different. And so I I didn't I had no control of it. It was so weird for me. As time progressed, you know, I grew up in the church and I had a challenge uh had challenging moments where certain things that I had questions about as far as God, mm-hmm. I couldn't get the answers to. That yeah, that sounds very common. And so, you know, the way I look at it, it was like you know, it's it's just like a teacher. You know, if you go to the different teacher, you know what I mean. It's the way you're being taught. You know, and mm-hmm. so getting that information from a a certain individual will kind of, you know, lead you into understanding. Yeah. You know, better. Yeah. yeah. Um. And so I just had a heart like I wanted to be a Christian, and you know, I wanted to have that relationship, but I had so many questions that couldn't be answered. Wow. As he molded me into the man that I needed to be. Mm. I knew my relationship was getting stronger. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I started having encounters where it was like I, you couldn't you couldn't give no other credit but God. Right. So him bringing me out of certain situations and um, my relationship, you know, improving and understanding the difference between pre-cross mm-hmm. and post-cross, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And so understanding God's grace, Mm -hmm. you know, before when I grew up, it was always, you know, for you get this, you got to do this. You know what I mean? If you do that wrong, he ain't going. And I used to think that all the time. I used to beat myself up about it. I'm like, man, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. But I made one mistake. I'm like, Lord, oh, my God. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Start freaking out. I'm like, man, that's why I ain't get this happen. You know what I mean? And I had to understand that as time, you know, as I continue to mature, you know, I understood, okay. God's grace, you know, and his mercy, the bad we deserve, we don't get, you know, like I said, as time progressed and and my faith got stronger. Wow. So you really made that decision. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's beyond just, okay, am I going to keep going to church Mm -hmm. or am I going to, you know what I mean, be dedicated or not? Mm -hmm. There was two very strong following yeah you know uh that you could have possibly contributed to, yeah for sure you know um mm-hmm. so that's deep i didn't know that yeah so that's <laughs> that makes this even better because yeah. this this episode really is about making that decision mm-hmm. standing in that mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and getting to that point where you're unapologetic about it because there's a resolve you know mm-hmm. and there's a conclusion that you've come to so that you can you know, actually exemplify and walk that walk. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of times, you know, people might have the, uh, they might help hold back as far as trying to really take that extra step to continue to grow. Yeah. Because they look at God as like almost like a genie, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like when I grew up, you know, it would be like when I first started off, okay, I would read, I would, uh, I, I listen to a lot of different people. So, you know what I mean? I think that God has obviously blessed a lot of people with mm-hmm. spiritual gifts and, you know, getting different perspectives as far as different messages, mm-hmm. faith and things like that. Mm-hmm. So as I uh, was growing, I heard a testimony about 
you know, one of the preachers and his sons, you know, get in a car and things like that. And mm -hmm. I would try to follow the steps. I was like, okay, <laughs> I did this and do this. I was like, I did this. I did, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it was like, wow. I had to sit back and my mom and my aunt was telling me, it's like, listen, that's not how God, like, yes, yeah, granted, God wants to give you those things, right. but it's about learning and growing to get to know him right. as, uh, you know, how he is. Yeah. And I had to push back, you know what I mean? And I realized at that time I was, you know, materialistic and, mm. you know, God revealed that to me and, you know, took my focus off of that. And, you know, it's like now, like when I do have those things, those things don't have me. Wow. Wow. You know, and so coming from that perspective, mm -hmm. it was like, it's totally different. It, it sounds like a total transformation mentally. Oh, you know what I mean? Like when, sure. when when the Lord talks about renewing your mind, you know, letting, letting his mind be in you. Yeah. It really is actually what it sounds mm -hmm. like. Alisa, did you grow up in a church? Yeah, I, I grew up in the church. Um, my father actually became a minister ooh, when I was a baby. Mm -hmm. I was really young. And he decided to go to Bible college and actually uh, study theology. Mm -hmm. And so I grew up in a household that was very academy, academia, you know, mm -hmm. based or academic, you know, um, in terms of how I learned about God's word and how I learned about Christ. It was very much from an analytical perspective perspective yeah I've grown more in my faith and the intangible um, mm -hmm. but I learn facts mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. so um, when people can't really wrap their head around Jesus or they think it's just some you know magic book or it's made up you know I I can't identify with that because <laughs> I was learning you know maps and mm -hmm. languages mm -hmm. and you know translations and what the word means in these different languages mm -hmm. and so um so yeah I grew up in in church but I mean, it was cool. I very much enjoyed myself. I had a really good experience, um, but I did have that bridge that I had to cross uh, from this is my family's religion, right. my family's faith, wow. to what does this mean to me? Mm -hmm. And I found that growing up when I left home and went to college, I found that faith was a place of comfort. Mm -hmm. uh, it, I did associate it with home. And then it allowed me the freedom to find my own church. And it was through that journey that I really grew. But I remember having just these little lessons that God would teach me as I was growing. And I remember this, this sounds funny, but as I learned to trust God, I learned how to trust him when I would lose things and I would pray to find them. Mm -hmm. And I found them every single time. And I only didn't find one thing, well, two things in my entire life mm -hmm. that I prayed for. And I think I know exactly where they were. But um, now looking back, but I remember as a child, it was childlike. It was, mm -hmm. you know, Father, I'm looking for this. I lost this. And it could be something as small as an earring back, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know, or as big as this favorite T-shirt that I was looking for. Um, but I remember God grew my faith on the level that I was at. Um, and then I got to the point where I really chose it for myself and continued mm -hmm. that even outside of the home. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How about you, C? No. Didn't grow up in the church. Um, mm. <laughs> no, I'm, retired. I'm, just, I'm just looking forward to hear because you know you you come across so many people that have. So yeah. you know what I mean. It's nice to hear. So what you what you I, got? I have not. I did not grow up in the church. I visited a mm -hmm. church before, you know. But as far as being a member, being a part, you know, uh, my mother had roles in the church that I that happened before I was born. You know what I mean? Um, so no, I didn't get that experience. Mm -hmm. uh, I did not. You know, 
start even going to church until I got to undergrad, you mm-hmm. know, may have been my sophomore year. You know, um, I used my mother, you know, just had a, she made a comment one time she was taking me back to school and she was like, you need to start listening to some gospel. You know what I mean? I'm like, what? You know, and so I, you know, we talked previously about, you know, me just kind of being thrown out into the world with the instruction to find God. Mm-hmm. And so he and I have this very transparent relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a lot like my relationships with my friends. And so, you know, my faith has come from, you know, me having a traumatic childhood and him being the direct opposite of everybody who I saw every day. Wow. Mm-hmm. You know, like um, if I didn't feel love from a parent or a family member, then when God turns around and even it's something as simple as holding me at night, mm-hmm. I know that, wow, now he, you know, he loves me. And so there are some things that I was not able to see in real time that God has showed me. Mm-hmm. And so, but not, you know, I every, you know, experience I have is, it, it has been experience. It wasn't anybody telling me this is where you can find this verse. This is what, you, this is how I didn't have any kind of instruction. Like I, I love reading the Bible. I did it just because, I don't know, I like reading it, you know. So, That's good. Yeah. So how was that growing up as far as, like, you know, was your was your mother Christian? Or? Yeah, yeah, okay, she okay. loved the Lord. But y'all, y'all just didn't go to church? or? <clears throat> well, you know, she is, um, she we, she and I had a gap in my childhood when okay. we were separated from one another. Okay. Um, But she is an older woman, so, mm-hmm. you know, their religion is like, you just love God, believe Jesus, roll, don't ask no questions. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's like, yeah. um, and she's she's never displayed any actions that were kind of like not godly. Mm-hmm. Like she 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 was an example. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It was the example of an imperfect person. Mm-hmm. You know, but I always felt loved. I always felt like she cared. I always felt like she tried the very best she could. You know, but we just weren't in the church. She, I heard she used to sing in the choir. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's just oh, that, what I heard. That, that's where you got that from. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay now, now you up to something. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, but I, you know, I, that that wasn't something that I got a chance to look at and like visit, visibly experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how did y'all get to the point where you really felt um, confident putting Jesus on your back? Because I think it's so easy to say. Oh, you know, trust God. I love God. You know what I mean? There's an acceptable level of faith, I think, mm-hmm. in the world where the average person, I think it's kind of a consensus that the average person probably believes in God. You know, a yeah. lot of religions yeah. share God. Right. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm realizing that the details mm-hmm. really are the kicker. Specifically the resurrection <laughs> Specifically of Jesus. Specifically <laughs> Jesus mm-hmm. is a struggle for so many people. Yeah. And, you know, um, I know that it, it, it takes more than just um, believing quietly and, and kind of like when we actually decide to push to the forefront, that changes the game for us. It changes relationships. It changes connotations. It changes your brand, your personal brand. You know, how did y'all get comfortable saying like, you know what? I'm not I mean I could believe in private but I'm I'm comfortable saying, you know, what I believe in in person. You know, thinking about the details of Jesus. You know, I mean, I think he gave us his life very unashamed. You know, and it's kind of like somebody who loves you just so much to sacrifice his life. Like if you think about his whole birth like I just imagine God was like, I don't know these. I 
either I can't relate to them or they can't relate to me. Why are y'all not doing this? Let me see how I can come down here and experience the same life you experience. Like somebody who would do all of this, experience life the same exact way, and then at your prime, <laughs> you 33 with no kids, ain't never been married. You and you decide. <laughs> I'm just gonna get up on here. And I'm a, I'm a, I'm a die and rise again. So that I mean, it's like, how can you be ashamed of somebody mm-hmm. who loves you so deeply like mm-hmm. that? You know, and I and you know, and, and my announcements, I feel like, or my acknowledgement boldly for God, it's like people who I grew up with, they know my situation. Like <laughs> we did some of the same things together, like you know, and I don't want, I, I, the, I. It's just it just would be really trifling of me to get somewhere and I'd be like, yeah, this is what hard work and dedication get you. That is absolutely not true because, one, getting up here was not easy. Mm-hmm. Many nights I've cried. Many nights I've needed help. Many nights I've needed guidance. Many nights I've needed restructure. Many nights I failed. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This didn't have anything to do with me. I don't I don't want people to think that I am that powerful. Mm-hmm. I don't have that much. Man just, just genuinely doesn't have that much power. And God, I mean, and Jesus just was... All out with it. So I'm mm-hmm. all out with it. <laughs> I respect that. Um, one thing I would say is like people realizing that it's not really religion, it's relationship. Yeah, yeah. that's good. <laughs> you know, and uh, something that when you were talking, I, I just came to realization. It was for me, you know, it comes down to realizing the difference between success and purpose, mm-hmm. you know. It's like everybody wants to be successful, mm. but don't realize, you know, am I fulfilling my purpose? Right. And people don't really think about that. And so I think for me, the turning point was just witnessing too much stuff, mm. you know, too much things like, you know, uh, at a pivotal point where my grandfather gave his life on his deathbed, you know, and I was wow. there, wow, you know, incredible. my grandfather grew up from a science based, mm. you know, Christianity. So, you know, and my aunt being there and and explained you know she saw you know what i mean it's kind of hard to really put into words yeah. but his spirit you know just mm-hmm. like and she got confirmation to know that Amen. he was in the right spot Amen. you know Same god had, you know what i mean so mm-hmm. it was like small things that god was showing me you know and you know i'm not trying to go into a lot mm-hmm. of details mm-hmm. but you know like i said it was just small things that i realized like yo this not me you know it was my trust and my faith in him that allowed these situations to reveal itself and and for me to know like i listen i don't care what you thinking about what you talk about i know i serve a great god and you know jesus is my lord and savior you know i'm not i'm not arguing with nobody about none of that you know and respectfully (laughs) like in you know obviously circumstances where you know People might come to my job and we'll talk and I don't mm. got no problem sharing it, yeah. you know, and next me, you know, I'm over there praying for somebody <laughs> like, you know, I don't I don't. Yeah, I, I can give you pl- plenty of stories. But like I said, I, I've seen too much mm. um, take place where it was like too much evidence. Yeah. To, Amen. To know. That's Amen. Good. You know. Amen. What That's about yourself? A, yeah. Um. So for me, I, I really think that the turning point for me realizing that I needed to kind of go a step further than just believing because that that was Jesus and church and gospel music and stuff. That was just a part of my life. 
Like, mm-hmm. that was something that was so normal. I didn't have that bridge. And that, that sometimes is the hard part, mm-hmm. is when there isn't this pivotal moment where it's like, I chose Christianity here. Right. I chose to follow Christ here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think that bridge is much harder for people who grew up in church. And it's it, it's kind of like either you fall off or you get stronger. And most mm. of the time, falling off is what people do because, you know, the church is always there. That's always home. And to city's you know? point, it's questions y'all ain't answering yeah and there's questions (laughs) you know it's surface or you've heard everything before and it's Mm -hmm. just like "Mm, yeah i'm not really excited it's really hard to um for a a a pilot light to really Mm -hmm. like combust like that's that's what it is it's like this pilot light has been on this whole time Mm. um you know it's it's simmering it's just there but then when you talk about that big moment Sometimes it's it's difficult to reach. Mm-hmm. But for me, I think I realized I needed to make it clear where I stand when mm-hmm. I actually when I dated somebody who wasn't a Christian right. and I didn't even really know. Like I knew in my mind that I wanted to be with somebody who follows Christ, mm-hmm. but I don't know that I understood the questions to ask right. or the variations that were out there. Okay. And then I realized it wasn't a big deal till it was a huge deal. Okay. You mm-hmm. know? And so I realized, oh, we got to be very, very clear. Mm-hmm. I believe in Jesus. Mm-hmm. So if you have, you know, questions or you're in a place where you are um, almost have beef, like this person, like Loki had beef with the whole concept of Christ and the faith. And really a lot of this is, is you know, people not really feeling the, the religious part of it, which is what we recognize mm-hmm. as believers. We know that that's practices, that's religious practices, mm-hmm. that's surface stuff. We're the definition of Christian is a Christ follower. So mm-hmm. we're here for Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of people do get turned off by the other things, and that's understandable. That's why we're supposed to represent well. But I think I realized the moment that I needed to be clear was when, you know, it got fuzzy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if yeah. that makes any yeah. sense. Yeah. Hey, Amen. Yeah. You know, I was, I was thinking about specifically Stephen and Paul, mm-hmm. you know, and— the fact that people chose Stephen to lead, like this wasn't, he mm-hmm. didn't have a title. He wasn't being appointed to do anything like Stephen was chosen. And Stephen loved the Lord. People knew Stephen loved the Lord, one. They know he loved Jesus and his, and his following so much so to the point where they were like, okay, I need you to go out here and kind of do, you know, replace him. Not replace him, but do your work, if mm-hmm. you will. Be the salt, right? Mm-hmm. Stephen was so ready to, he was so salty all the way to the point where, People were like literally like admit his praise, admit his preaching. He was being, he was dying. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like he was ready to go forth and say and be bold and do whatever it was he had to do, even if the result is death. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And how many times has Paul said something and offended somebody in this word? Mm-hmm. We were talking earlier about, you know, a lot of his letters to the church were his strong opinions. Mm-hmm. Like, I strongly, he was admonishing people mm-hmm. all through, you know what I mean, his his letters because he really just felt like, it's not that you're doing it wrong, but you obviously don't know how to do it. So let me put a little salt in here so that you can understand that this is the right way to do it because if I don't correct you, I'm now held responsible. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to be held responsible for nobody saying, like, I don't want to just be walking past somebody and if I could just do a little dash of, 
seasoning more ends up on you than I would have <laughs> saved you from your sins, you know? Hilarious. <laughs> uh, right. Was. Well, specifically, you know, Galatians 2 and 11, I think is what I was referencing. And the story of Stephen is in the book of, is the book of Acts chapter 6. But, you know, they were, they were having a conversation. Peter was sitting at the table, you know, and they, everybody was chilling out. And when his Jew friends walk in, Peter and Barnabas decide they're going to get up from the table because they weren't circumcised. You know, it was something that you already knew before you sat down. Like, you being fake. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and when Paul, you know, Paul walks in and sees this division, and he's like, uh, first of all, I'm going to address you in front of everybody, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to pull you out to the side. I'm going to address you and everybody else because what you're doing is wrong. And, and had he not been that kind of person, mm-hmm. we would have been looking at an even, you know, to this day, we probably would still be suffering with, division you mm-hmm. know what i mean all it, i think all it really takes is that perseverance or that enhancement mm-hmm. somebody got to be that person if i don't do it who will mm-hmm. sometimes that's how i feel it's like mm-hmm. if i don't say this to you who's gonna say it well mm-hmm. what it was giving me when you was talking about that story it was giving me upholding what we know you know jesus to stand for and that's really what it is there's a level of division but it's like but hey let me be clear Jesus didn't stand for that. God right. didn't tell you to do that. Right. You mm-hmm. know, and and that's tough sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, when we when we're called to be the salt, which leads me to Matthew chapter <laughs> five, verse 13 through 16, that mm-hmm. says, you are the salt of the earth. But if the salt loses its flavor, how shall it be seasoned? How shall it be seasoned? It is then good for nothing but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot by men. You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. So when we talk about being the salt of the earth, like... We're called to be a light. We're called mm-hmm. to be, you know, shiny. That's mm-hmm. what we're, we're called to do. We're, we're called to stand out. When you think about if something is too salty in your food, you're not going to, like, pass by that. I don't think you can, you're going to eat you, it something can't be that's redeemed. salty. <laughs> it can't be redeemed. Yeah, like, but, mm. but you're not going to miss that. There's mm-hmm. some things that you can miss, right? You know, the level of water that's added to something. Maybe uh, you can't call it how much. Mm, There's a lot of water. Like, Mm -hmm. I I don't know. But salt, you're Mm -hmm. not going to miss. You know, a light in darkness, you're not going to miss. And so when we're we're called to be the salt of the earth, like, I mean, that's first of all, y'all, salt. (laughs) Sierra. What an interesting thing it is. (laughs) What an interesting thing it is. The fact that people use salt to put on their meat to preserve it, mm-hmm. to keep it fresh, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Or, or it's just used as an enhancement. You know, we were talking earlier about cooking and it missing something. Oh, this just missing just mm-hmm. that something. And Please. you know what's crazy? It's all the different different levels of salt. It's different yeah. levels of salt because a tablespoon and a yeah. teaspoon is two totally different things. Let you put a tablespoon of salt in a teaspoon recipe, mm-hmm. it's ruined. <laughs> yes. You know, but what it, what it mentioned was if it's too salty, you got to throw it away. Mm-hmm. Like, the Bible tells you to have a certain level of saltiness. Mm-hmm. If you're too salty, we're going to throw you away, and people are going to trample over that. Lot's wife. Mm-hmm. There was nothing we could do with her. Like, mm-hmm. we turned around. 
you decided you didn't want to leave the world. Mm-hmm. Now you a pillar of salt. Yes. You're too salty. <laughs> so when the wind blow, people are going to trample over mm-hmm. you because there's nothing we can do with somebody who's still looking back mm-hmm. when I'm trying to take you somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're referencing, you know, a lot of flavorless food, right? And one one of the things that I was thinking about when we were talking about being the salt of the earth, if we are the salt of the earth, that makes us, you know, that makes the earth an entire dish and us the seasoning. Mm-hmm. And wow. I don't know any dishes that are primarily salt. And so for us to sometimes, I think there's so many people who reject Christ or reject, you know, being a part of this community that we have because they feel like, you know, uh, that's too different. They feel like there's not enough, you know, representation. And so they're turned off. And the reality of it is salt is scarce. It's sparsely used. It's a dash of salt. It's a pinch of salt, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So we can't expect for the whole dish to be salt. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the issues a lot of people have with our faith when they are considering if they want to dedicate themselves to it or not is they often talk about, well, you know, if God is good, why is this happening? If God is good, why do we have this going on? If God is good, then why is my life not perfect? But we understand that sometimes I think as humans, we expect heaven here on earth. Mm -hmm. And the reality of it is, if we're the salt of the earth, that means that most of the earth ain't salt. (laughs) (laughs) So when we expect, you know, God, the evidence of God to be, we all sitting in a bowl of salt, right? Everybody's treating each other well. If I'm a Christian, I should be. Like, just the dynamic of the measurements you're going to be outnumbered. Mm -hmm. Your experience is going to be outnumbered. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Don't expect to run into a grain of salt every turn because we spread out all over this dish, Mm -hmm. you know? And so I just think about standing out. I think about standing out. I think about, you know, adding variety. I think about making, like it says, flavorless food is to be thrown away. Mm -hmm. If we were not present, like, it would have nothing. It would be just... Solomon Gomorrah. Yeah. I think that you, uh, it was a good point when he talks about you're here to be the light. Mm -hmm. It's realizing, you know, our relationships with people, you know, is paying attention to why that person is placed in your life. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? If Mm -hmm. you're not shedding your light, Mm -hmm. you know, I I don't want to, you know, granted, miss my opportunity where, you know, when it's time and God's like, hey, I sent that person to Mm -hmm. you. You yes. shed your light. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, granted, you know, we meet a lot of people mm-hmm. and, you know, I'm not saying as soon as you meet somebody like, oh, you, you know, Lord, you know what I mean? <laughs> but it's just like being able to identify, okay, Lord, you put this person in my life. What you need from me? Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, how can I be that light, Amen. you know, Amen. direct me, you Amen. know, and it's not just relying on yourself. You know, you got the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Amen. You know, so. I think that's also a pivotal point into, you know, like you said, just being that light and uh, doing our part, you know. Because what we what I have learned to understand is that being a believer is a is is a very selfless way of life. Mm -hmm. So if I was some salt and being put in a dish, me being the salt is not going to benefit me. It's going to benefit the person that's eating. Okay, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And so it's like Mm -hmm. it's a very selfless life. Like you do things for other people it's not necessarily about your gain Mm -hmm. it's not necessarily you don't necessarily have to be fulfilled because we get our fulfilling from the holy spirit right right. god fulfills us so much so to the point where we can 
throw a little salt into somebody else's life yeah. to fulfill them, you know, mm-hmm. or show them the way or lead them. And I do think sometimes we get, we forget, you know, or people forget that it's really, it's not about you, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but if you walk around feeling like, I fought I two for two, mm-hmm. vote for me and I set you free. That was temptation, <laughs> but... <laughs> but if we walk around thinking that way, then we miss the whole thing, and we will have an unanswered question with God. He'd be mm-hmm. like, oh, "Okay, so what? Um, May twenty second, two thousand nineteen, eleven fifty eight p.m. Do you remember when?" He'd be like, mm, "I do, but I'm sorry. You know what I mean? I just it's stuff like that that keeps me like afraid. You know what I mean? Like when when they say fear God, it's stuff like that. Like him asking me a question and I didn't do my part. Mm-hmm. You be feeling like trash. Imagine feeling like trash in front of God, somebody who is so graceful. <laughs> Like you had to be being trifling, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> well, it just it just feels like a waste, honestly. I mean, when you consider the analogy that was said when you were talking about the light, you know, it says, "Would you put a a light under a basket?" First, a straw <laughs> like, basket because it's gonna it's not it, gonna survive. It's the I mean, but it's it's pointless, right? Yeah. It's it's <laughs> like everybody wants to be so great, but if you're great for just you. You a light under a basket. Mm-hmm. It's not benefiting mm-hmm. nobody. Mm-hmm. It's this like this. This this looks kind of stupid. Like, what's the point of you even being <laughs> here? Why do I even stupid. have this? Yeah. You know. And that's what it gives. Is like, why do I? Why? What's the point of you even being here if you're not letting your light so shine? And I think that that's really interesting when we think about um, the many times we're called to be seasoning. Like this salt reference has been used many times in, in the Bible. And I think about the the um, time that I learned that we're to season our words when we speak to people as well. Amen. You know, um, when we think about being what the concept of being an additive, an enhancer, mm-hmm. a seasoning to a situation, right? You, you, you don't have to be the center of attention. The seasoning mm. is not the main dish. Mm-hmm. and But that takes some real confidence to understand that you're just supposed to be an enhancer, the right amount. There's a level of awareness we have mm-hmm. to have to be the salt, right? Fruits of the spirit, right? You, yes. There's no, yes. you don't yes. know how much salt to apply if you are not filled with the fruits of the spirit. That's a very that's a really good point. It's, it, you have to be strategic. Yeah. You have to be, you know, you have to have self-control. You have to have wisdom. You have to have discernment, you know, because if you just overdo it, if you just run it over, well, I'm going to be I'm going to be the salt and I'm going to bring it in. Every, uh, hold on. Every dish don't need salt right this second. <laughs> right. And we're, we're to be discerning. We're to be mindful. We're to be considerate. You know what I mean? And so I think that there's an art to being the salt of the earth. Amen. You know, there's a there's a real art. But yeah, man. I mean, have y'all ever had a time where y'all felt like, dang, I might I might put a little too much seasoning on that. Well, you know, I actually, uh, you know, not trying to my own horn, but you know, I like to cook. So okay, you know, yeah. <laughs> come on, man, of God. And, you know, uh, I think that, you know, you got to put the right amount. Yeah, you know, and it's actually certain dishes. You know, as far as like, you know, um, you know, proteins and stuff like that you you don't want the salt to be too early and mm. you, you know what i mean marinate or you put it on it mm. right when it's cooking so okay. you know it's certain things that the you know <laughs> exactly the look, look the right salt. there timing there it is. <laughs> <laughs> but no that that is uh that that's like i said it's very important as far as and honestly when you think of when i was when you were talking about it, i was thinking about the different types of salt mm. you know yeah. that there are out there yeah 
Not you for know. Himalayan pink song. Yeah, you got all the kosher, you know. Oh, look, I didn't even know that. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> you got all different types, you know. Wow. Specific meals no, at for specific sure. times. For sure. So it's yeah. being able to spread yourself accordingly. That's good. You know? That's good. I, you know, before I was... Who I was now, um, I, I, (laughs) you know, but people, people, I believe would attach me to like, um, you know, like hard truth or, you know, and I believed in tough love, Mm -hmm. you know, like I thought that that was a thing. I was taught tough love. Mm -hmm. And so I thought that I'm supposed to go out into the world and tell you about yourself. Mm Mm-hmm. I probably was saying the right things. I've had a friend tell me, you're saying the right things, you're saying it wrong. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And so surely I have been Pauletta. <laughs> <laughs> surely I have been Pauletta. You know, another <laughs> Pollyanna, okay? <laughs> surely that has been me, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And um, I, I, I really didn't think anything of it because it was in my, you know, childhood or, yeah. you know, it just was every in my life. It, it was in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I do believe that it's the it's the traumatic event in your life that assists you with being a witness. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like like Paul was blind on the mm-hmm. way to Damascus. You know what I mean? And had he not had this traumatic life event, he wouldn't have been as the, the kind of bold boldness mm-hmm. that he needed to be. Mm-hmm. You know, for other people. Mm-hmm. It's so interesting because when I hear about Paul, like <laughs> you know, definitely pure salt Mm -hmm. like still as like before it's even ground up to be little granules it's not a a grain (laughs) of salt you know what i'm saying it he was the rock of salt like Mm -hmm. (laughs) but it's it's interesting because as you were talking about being maybe a little too harsh or a little too much or whatever you know i think about your relationships you said somebody told you something they gave you some wisdom as a friend you know about how to say things and i think about how paul needed barnabas okay to, all right okay okay as his friend not only did he need but he needed Ed, paul, timothy luke titus <laughs> the whole group he, he right. could not do no right. journey by himself yeah. yeah and it was because he was too salty like he mm-hmm. needed somebody to first of all go before him because people didn't trust him he switched way too fast mm-hmm. and and i think that he had you know if he was living in 2021 i think paul would have been somebody that people would have been like uh yeah, did y'all see Paul? His bio say Jesus. <laughs> he was just the one out here stoned me. Like, I think it's a trick. They did think it was a they trick. They thought they were very mm-hmm. afraid. They, they thought that Paul being for Jesus and speaking and stuff, they thought it was a, just a new elaborate trap mm-hmm. to be able to uh, get Christians all in one place, you know, yeah. Christ followers right. in one place. Mm-hmm. And it's just interesting because when we talk about making that shift mm-hmm. and and now professing our belief, now um, being proud, being bold about it, there's a very pivotal role that our friends play. Mm-hmm. You know, there are people who can introduce us into spaces that we couldn't get into on our own. Just Amen. like Paul, as amazing as he was, there were places he could not go on his own. And he needed fellow believers. He needed his brothers in Christ, you know, to usher him into spaces. Mm-hmm. Right. And so when we think about like, okay, if we're the salt, but we're by ourselves. Are we really, like, getting the fullness? Are we going to be able to be as effective as we're called to be? Mm-hmm. You know? That's so, good. so yeah, I was just thinking about that, girl. That's Paul. good, girl. Come on, Holy Spirit. Because, <laughs> <laughs> Paul. So, um, so I do want to ask y'all one last question 
question, you know, on this journey, like who have been some of the most important people to you off or like just keeping this boat afloat? Because I think there's a lot of people who may have the desire to be bold, but they they may mm. um, fall back because either one, they don't trust that maybe they can be consistent enough to uphold what mm-hmm. it means to be bold in Christ or to proclaim Jesus. So maybe they're like, ah, I don't be consistent yet. So I can't tell everybody, you know, until I'm ready. Or maybe they feel like people will judge who they were or who they are now mm-hmm. or what like like. But we need community, you mm-hmm. know, and if people don't have community, sometimes it makes that bridge you know, very shaky for mm-hmm. people to really go full full throttle. So who are the people or what are the relationships that you really needed to solidify this thing? I've needed this friendship. <laughs> I've needed this friendship. Um, I love you, friend. <laughs> I, I love you, too. Um, no, I, seriously, my, my friends, you know, I think all of us uh, are on the same accord when it comes to believing God and the details of Jesus, you know, my therapist, mm. okay, Jesus you and know, <laughs> Jesus mm-hmm. and therapy, you know, but um, because she taught me how to be unashamed and to accept myself, mm-hmm. even my imperfect self, mm-hmm. and and had I not accepted myself as a believer, you mm-hmm. know what I mean, and I probably wouldn't be bold for it because I would still be trying to be someone who other people like, you know what I mean, because mm-hmm. I'm ashamed of myself, mm-hmm. and so. Honestly, yeah, my um, close knit and my therapist. That's Shout good. out if y'all need therapy, send me a DM. Oh, me? Yeah, who do I need? Um, <laughs> I would say the same. I I think there was a season where I did not have a lot of strong, um, believing friends yeah. around me, or I was like the little preacher of the group, <laughs> and you know that's cool and all, but. I what if I say something wrong or you know like I don't have anybody to you know check me or give me yeah. you know some guidance or hear something or you know pray with me I can't always wow. be the you know that that's not really the the most uh productive way to you do don't it grow. if you don't yeah you can't grow you know mm-hmm. if, and so yeah, definitely my friends. I'm I'm grateful for my father um in terms of being able to give me resources. We have a library, you know. Oh, nice. Um but we we do faith in some ways differently for sure. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, you know, I'm grateful for for my family, but I definitely needed mm-hmm. guidance and and friendships and leaders to learn from. Yeah. Um, beyond just my household, yeah. you should be growing. So that was really important to me in my journey, and I'm happy to be growing. How about you, Sadiq? Um, I would say, you know, uh, just the part of, like, my mom and my aunt, you know, mm-hmm. us, you know, me kind of following right behind them and seeing wow. their life change, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, them learning so much. I was mm-hmm. just, like, so intrigued. Mm-hmm. Um, And I was like, wow, they're making these changes. I'm like, you know, I, I got to hop on this. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, you know, once I started doing more studying and, you know, I um, actually took a trip to a convention by myself for, wow. like, a week. It was wow. in Texas. Mm-hmm. It was free. I just had to pay for the hotel. And I went out there for... um you know, uh, five, six days. It was started from like nine to five and mm-hmm. I was just getting in that word. Wow. I was, I was getting, I was eating, Come eating on, good, man. good salt. <laughs> 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 but, um, and not to be cliche, but you know, my unforeseen partner, the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit, you know, is like, 
the way I look at it is like, okay, you have all of these things that take place in your life that that build you up into, you know, these receive these blessings and things like that. It's like, how could you not, Amen. you know, recognize? It's like, mm-hmm. it's like for y'all too, you know, you continue to feed into one another and it's like, you couldn't think or imagine like, yeah, this person wouldn't let me down. Right. You know, you've right. done so much for me over right. the years, you know, over mm-hmm. our time span of our relationship. Mm-hmm. I know for a fact I can count on you. Amen. Wow. You know, yeah. and it's the same thing. It's like I've seen so much take place. It was like, wow, you know, how can I deviate? That's so good. <laughs> That's, That's so sure. good. Experience, because Jesus is our friend. Mm-hmm. And I don't think we, we you know, talk yeah, enough about that. But sure. he's totally our friend. Mm-hmm. And we the best relationship that we really grow into is when we treat him as such and we allow ourselves to be transparent with him. I think that uh, another part is, like, people feeling like they got to go to Lord Heavenly Father. <laughs> right, and, yeah. right. You know, I talk to God like, you, yo, Lord, listen, <laughs> I got this going on. I, I, you know what I mean? I Keep it real. Yeah, you know, yeah. God knows your heart. You know, you don't have to. I think in the beginning, you know, you times you focus on trying to use these big words mm-hmm. and, you know, Heavenly Father, King, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you don't have, you build a relationship. Yeah. You know, it, that's what it's come down to. You know, we all connect, like you said, is you have that connection mm-hmm. and you know we all connect differently you know god talks us certain ways so maybe it might be in signs mm-hmm. you know it might be in dreams it might be you know it's not always going to be where you turn the page and the land right there with yeah. you know what i mean it's mm-hmm. all different ways that he you know communicates That's and good. uh i think it just comes down to really seeking him and you know like he said cast all your care on me yeah and amen. i'll take care of it yeah, you know what amen. i mean so that's so good. That's so good. You know, I strongly want to encourage everyone to, you know, release the shackles of shame. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, if the world doesn't accept you, that's normal. Mm-hmm. You know, that is Bible. The right they tell mm-hmm. us, you know, you the last people I want to accept me is the world. When the world starts liking me, I'm like, mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, but I, I do. I want to encourage everyone to release themselves from those shackles and to be free in what you believe, because it's no it's no secret that Jesus loves us. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's no secret. He didn't do anything in secret. If we want to pray in secret so these blessings can flow in front of our enemies, you know, that's another thing. But mm-hmm. if, if don't, you know, just. I, I just I just would encourage everybody, you know, to be bold in, in whatever way that means. If something's been tugging on your heart, you know what I mean, and you was feeling like you didn't want to do it because of such and such a woo woo really free yourself. And ask for help. Ask for help. Ask for help. So do, do you have any advice for people who um, feel torn or conf- conflicted? Because there are options when it comes to faith, and I think you have a really unique story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, wow, So in navigating that, you know, what advice do you have for someone who may still be wondering, do I pick Jesus? Do I pick, mm. you know, <laughs> Muhammad or, you know, what, whatever that. I think uh, Holy Spirit just told me, like, oh. listen, you are who you would surround yourself with. That's no, that's real. Who are you continue to associate with? You know, you can't expect to hang out with a certain group of people and you kind of trying to pull away. And you continue to, you know what I mean, you're, you know, you're double-minded. Right. You know what I mean? You come to a point where it's like, oh, man, I don't know if I should really focus on this. But my homie, you know what I mean, he be on this. You right. know what I mean? It's like 
I guess being able to deviate and make up the decision to say, you know, listen, I got to, I got to chill out, you know, hanging out or doing this and X, Y, and Z. And I got to put my focus on this. So, you know, I think it's coming down to like putting making, yourself in the position to, to surround yourself with more godly people. Making a decision. Yeah. Stand you know, it's, it's kind of hard. I would couldn't imagine with, mm-hmm. you know, you know, say for example, you just got out of jail and, you trying to go a different route, but then you kind of, the homies that, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. what got you there, hey, come, you know what I mean? Like, Your cellmate just was released. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like how, how you know, mm-hmm. it's not that easy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You can't plan to try to do that and this at the same time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and uh, I think it's just solely making up in your mind that in order for me to get to a certain place in life, I'm going to have to put myself in a certain position to align with what God has in store. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like the end result is here, but God wants you to take a certain path. Mm-hmm. And regardless, even if you deviate, he's going to mold you back into, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's just continue to keep forward. Right. You know what I mean? Especially so, after, after you made the decision, he, he will guide you. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. not, like I said, it's not easy, but mm-hmm. I think that with patience and time, you know, um, you'll be able to get there. Mm-hmm. Well, this has been great. Yes, <laughs> I enjoyed it. This is we enjoyed you. We really appreciate all you know all of that. Um, your transparency, kind of laying thank it out you. on the table, and I I pray and ask in the name of Jesus that it blesses someone moving forward. Yes. Um, yeah, I think it will. Yeah, you know, we talked about this, and you know, it was yeah. God ordained. It was for sure. Yeah. So, <laughs> y'all, he got sent the verse for his episode this morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did, so, I did. From somebody else. It wasn't us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't us. It no, wasn't yeah. <laughs> it was actually the gentleman that I met uh the convention I went to. Oh wow. Yeah. It's Jesus. Yeah. It's Jesus, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was in 2016. Wow. Yeah. yeah, and we still still talk to this day. Yeah, so Well It's your girl Sierra. And Elisa. It's your boy Sadiq. And this is how you navigate, navigate with faith. faith. Hey! Thank you for listening to the Navigate with Faith podcast. Produced and edited by Dante Don's Press Play Hodge and recorded at Lantern Audio. Our show artwork and graphics were created by the Pigment Playground. Music by Turn Me Up J.K.F. Subscribe to the Navigate with Faith podcast on your favorite streaming platform and connect with us on social media at Navigate with Faith on Instagram and Facebook and Navigate W Faith on Twitter.